It's Friday, so you already know what time it is. It is the Get Snap Podcast. We are coming at you live and in color. It's your boy, Darnell Spell, the best Superman. And you know who it is on the other end, Notorious Antoine Smooth. What is up? Man, what is up, man? How you doing? It's Friday night. I am feeling good. Just want to kick this off by saying happy early Mother's Day. Y'all weekend has started. I know the, the ladies out. You're getting the nails done, getting the hair done. If you're married or got the boyfriend, probably getting the car washed, probably getting the grass cut. If they're cooking, then y'all, y'all, y'all gonna have it good this weekend. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Definitely don't, don't have it good. But I know y'all probably thinking, what on earth was he playing on that intro? Some of y'all know what that intro and some of y'all don't. If y'all heard the the, the, the voice, y'all know who that was. That's going to be the theme tonight. We we about to give Macho Man Randy Savage some love tonight. It, it is his time. We're we going to give some love. We're talking about him. We're going to talk a little bit about the, the A&E biography. We're just going to so show, especially you young fans, you might have heard the name, but we about to tell you how good Macho Man Randy Savage is, but before we do that, got to do some plug-ins. First of all, shout out as always to USA Championship Wrestling. Um, last night, Studio A Omen Arena show, great show. They had one tonight. Unfortunately, I did not make that show. Um, but tomorrow night, Jackson General's Ballpark, people. That is the show to be at. You got you got to be there. May eighth. The ballpark bell time is at eight o'clock. Thirty dollar general admission. Meet and greet current stars, legends, hall of famous. You you gotta be here for this. You're gonna have USA heavyweight championship match. You're gonna have the tag titles on the line, the southern title on the line. Carlito coming. Man, Carlito is coming. Thunder Rosa is coming. Enzo and Cast in individual matches, they coming. Bushwhacker Luke will be in the house. The Bad Street Beauty, Miranda Gordy, she's going one-on-one with Layla Gray. And if you saw AEW Dark when she fought Allie, you'll know who I'm referring to. You got I mean, what, Missy Hyatt? And Missy Hyatt's going to be in the house. Big Sexy Kevin Nash will be in the house. Hornswoggle. Wildfire Tommy Rich. I mean, the, 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 I mean, if you if you went to, to the Lawless show and you just walked the ramp, it's number tables with none but legends and current stars. So you gotta be there. Definitely gonna have a good time on that. Also, always gotta show love to my, my fantasy wrestling family at Elite Marks, Wrestling Marks. And now we have some new listeners. Those guys and girls over there at Wrestling Geek and Pariah Revolution, I welcome you guys. Hope you like what you hear. Look forward to doing some some things with you. Um, Bad Superman will be a part of their next event. He's going on with the boss. Don't know what to expect, but we will find out next week soon enough. But, man, we, we got to talk about him. Randall Mario Poffo. Nobody knows who that is if I said that name. Mm-mm. But if I said Macho Man Randy Savage. Now, see, they know that. They know that. Just right off the bat, when did you start, look, start looking at Macho Man and really start just watching his matches and start liking what he did? How old were you at the time? Let's see. I believe it was 1984. When I first saw Rand, I was just four years old, man. Uh, of course, watching with my granddad, Memphis TV. He debuted with, you know, Angelo and his brother Lanny. You know, Lanny was, he was uh, flamboyant. You know, he liked to, you know, skip around the ring and, you know, do all that stuff. But when I saw his brother, it was I, his voice, I thought something was wrong with his voice when he was talking, you know. 
I said, he need to drink some water or something, you know? His right. voice kind of, but that's how he really talked. And it was unique and it was different, you know? And he was literally crazy. You know, he acted crazy like a savage, you know, no pun intended. And man, he was just, he probably one of my top five favorite wrestlers growing up. Man. It's crazy. I mean, he was he was something special, you know. I mean, I mean, you, you talked about, and that's what I wanted to, you know, jump on first. You know, they had the uh, ICW promotion, right? Ran, had, you know, he, he got his name. You know, they he started calling out Lawler. Yeah, he did. That's right. He, he started calling out Lawler, and again, you go back to those days in those early '80s, especially when you got the, that Kentucky, Tennessee deal. Right, that, that 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 was a big deal. Just those two states alone, right? And, and Jerry Lawler, and we've said it many times. You you just talk about Tennessee wrestling, Memphis wrestling. Jerry Lawler was that dude. He was. I you mean, Jerry Lawler wrestled everybody. Yeah, you could come through that state. That's right. like. You walked in without an invitation. You had to deal with Lawler. That pretty much it. And he, he was calling out Lawler. You know yeah. they they finally they finally got to have those those matches. And they, they mm -hmm. talked about on the on the biography book. I mean, you, you you look at a guy like Savage. It it is one one when you look at him and say, you know what, he got it. Right, because he he only lasted two years in Memphis before he went to WWE. That's the, that let you know how his, his star power was. Everybody wanted a piece of the macho man. I mean, this yeah. man came out there with, with the robes. He had the, the stars on his tights and his boots. On the back of his tights, it said, macho man, you talking about flamboyant, you know. You talking about a show-off. And, and he was flamboyant in a badass kind of way. Right. And you, you got to think about him. I mean, you said two years. He Memphis. only lasted two years. Uh-huh. And, and and that says a lot, especially for a Memphis territory, because a lot of people come to that Memphis territory, they're here for a while. They make their name. Right. Or they're either they're either wrestle here, go somewhere else, but they end up back in a Memphis promotion or a Tennessee promotion. Mm -hmm. But when he came through, he had those fuse, and boom, he and boom. I mean, he wrestles people such as Dutch Mantel and of course, Jerry Lawler, that was his greatest rival, of course. Um, I mean, he wrestled pretty much everybody. You know, him and his brother went against the Rock and Roll Express at one time, you know? Yeah. We talked about ICW three times. He was the ICW World Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Three times. This is the title history started in 1970. He was, the title started before I even was born. Right. Yeah, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. And then they retired in in nineteen eighty four. And if you look at the title history on that, you know Lanny Poffo was the first. Savage Poffo, Ron Garvin, Poffo Savage, Paul Chris. And Poffo, it pretty much was was their thing. It was almost mm -hmm. as bad as Von Erich. Right, it was they kept it in house, right? And 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 that's not a bad thing if you have the talent, right? And, and right. you know, you you hear a lot of people say, Well, the only reason they're doing this is because that's their dad or that's their friend or that's their whatever. But right. again, if they drawing you money, why would you care? Exactly, I mean, Luke, Luke, that Luke, paycheck Luke, is fine, yeah, Luke you paid it for years. Right. Luke was what, seven-time AWA champion? Right. I mean, Luke did it for years. And and Devon Eric did it for years. I mean, they wasn't, not, a, not all of them were world heavyweight champions, but they was on that forefront. Right. Six-man tag champ. Yeah. They had the six-man tag titles, and, you know, them and the free birds went at it. Yeah. I mean... So like I said, I, I don't disagree with it, especially when you know the pops running, pops running shopping. You got this guy, you got guy who comes in and he just he put himself out there. Right. 
He bummed out by that. He had he had everything. He had it before it was popular. Right. Then he goes up. He goes up to the WWE. Now, now I remember this very vividly. I remember Savage. You know, he had a few matches. Then all of a sudden, every manager on the on the uh in the in the company wanted to manage him. Right. He right. had. Classic Freddie Blassie and Bobby Heenan and, and Slick was there and uh, Luscious Johnny Valiant. Bobby right. Heenan, I mean, you, 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 had, you, you had the names. Then you had Luscious Johnny Valiant. You know, he was there. And next thing you know, here come this woman coming out. Her name and was Miss Elizabeth. A woman that he knew in ICW. Yeah. She, according to them, they said she was actually an announcer. Yes. If you go back and look at those old ICW men, yep, and she used her real name. Now that was not see that was groundbreaking. A guy, right. a, a, a prick heel, because he was a prick back then. Oh yes, you you come out with a female, let alone not the not even that. She was she was good. She was a kind. She was nice. She was sweet. He was right. he was he was he was borderline domestic violence back then. Right. He just never put his hands on him. I still remember that that scene that uh segment where Randy was talking and she was cleaning the belt and Randy said, "Am I the champ, Elizabeth?" She said, "Yes, Randy." She said, "Shut up and clean this belt." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yo. he was. I mean, he was verbally. I mean, like I said, he was verbally abusive. Abusive. I was like, jeez. Cause you know, every time he say something, she'll jump and flinch. Yeah. Yes, Randy. Sure, Randy. You know. I mean, any, anytime they try, somebody try to talk to her. You know, he he jump in the middle. But like I said, that's how he was in real life. He was protective. And back then, she pretty much was the only female. So right. I don't kind, so, I don't blame them as much. I didn't. I didn't blame them either. I didn't because, you know, some of these, you know, women. That's in the business. Some of them do fall victim, but Randy was the, that type of person. He may have been a little bit overprotective, but I can see his reasons why. You know what I'm oh, saying? No. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. Because she didn't, I didn't, he didn't want her to get exposed, you know, to that toxicity. You know. Yeah, yeah, saying yeah, that. And you guys talking about you got guys. I know you. You've been in the business. You we we've been in that. We we've changed around girls before, but we wasn't. As probably raw as what they probably knew, they walk around butt naked. Naked, they didn't right. show. They didn't show no respect. So I can kind of see where he was coming from, from right. that aspect of it. Especially back in those days, you know. Then you had Hogan in the picture. Let's jump on that topic. We you know we we probably gonna jump all over the place when That's it comes okay. to, to right. Hogan. But I right. gotta ask this. But I want to get this question out the way right now tonight. Do you believe? That Hogan held Savage back. I don't think so. I don't think he held Savage back. Man, those two, I'm gonna say I, I never told nobody this here. I, Hogan and Savage was my favorite rivalry of all time. Top. The thing with the mega powers and them the lead up to the breakup and all that stuff, that elevated Macho Man, actually. I mean, he was already good, but him and Hogan. Really took him another level, you know what I'm saying? Him winning the championship at WrestleMania four, and right. you know, and and Hogan when Hogan started hugging Elizabeth and and putting him on his shoulder, and, and Savage was hot, you know, Savage was mad. He was looking, he, but he didn't do anything, you know, he didn't do nothing. You. Now, now I'm glad you brought that part up. Yeah, them promos leading up I to WrestleMania. Them. Oh, I love them. that. That was magic. That I don't was, know how, and, and and if you look at Savage's side of it, you can tell Hogan was being Hogan. But if you listen to Savage, you almost believed him for a minute. You you almost right. like you felt what he was saying. Like there was one part where they cut the part where he said he loved Elizabeth like a sister. Instead, he said, "I love Elizabeth," and they cut yeah. off. And on, then yeah. Hogan said, and, and Savage said, Hogan, you say you love Elizabeth? You know? Yeah, said, I mean, yeah. It was crazy, man. 
and he was the one that was jealous. He was the one that was, you know, I'm talking about he was called him Lust Hogan, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that buildup was so good. Like, oh, yeah, the, the, the main event. Remember the main event? When Akeem threw Savage onto Elizabeth and Hogan just grabbed her and went to the back. Savage like, what you doing? We got a match. You know? That made Savage even matter. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting here getting beat up by these two big dudes, and you take Elizabeth to the back. Let the medical team do that. And he stood in the back with her the entire time. And, 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 and shout out to Jesse Ventura because he was kind of egging it on. Too. He egged it on. Oh, you know Jesse. He loved us. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, egg, Jesse egged it on. He loved it, he, it, it, man. Yeah. He like Hogan to be. Yeah. He just, just antagonized everything. And Savage, after everything was over, he came to the back, and Savage was hotter than a firecracker. He said, all you wanted was Elizabeth. He said, you want the belt? You come take it. And the belt had nothing to do with it. You know? The belt had nothing to do with it. And Elizabeth played her part well. And that was the first time. Right. And see, that was the first time. She was really involved in stuff. Right. And that was the first time. That Elizabeth ever got her hands put on, like shoved out the way? No, remember? Oh no, no Honky Tonk Man forgot about Honky Tonk yeah, Man. Honky Tonk Man put his hand on. That's right, I forgot. Yeah, I'm talking about like she was literally getting physical. Oh yeah, she got she got thrown off. Beefcake got his butt whooped when he came in there trying to help him. Yep. I mean, Savage was on the rampage. Yeah, that was so good. It led up to <laughs> WrestleMania Five. And 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 that, and that was another thing. Mm -hmm. You take the belt off him at the cusp. We, we were seeing that cusp of greatness, especially when he was when he turned heel. Because Savage is 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 heel personified, right? They should not have took the belt off him, especially when he turned heel. I can understood why because you know Hogan was doing the movie No Holds Barred, and you know he was pretty much the placement holder, which that was kind of messed up. You know, I mean, he granted, was just holding hold it for it. Hogan. I mean, granted, he did hold it for a year. We, we, I give him that. But can you remember any any match that Savage had as champion that 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 meant something? That first run. That was it. I mean, his second run was, you know, that was just revenge. You know, with Ric Flair and all that, him and Elizabeth was, you know, quote dating. I'm using my fingers. You know, yeah. dating each other. Yeah, I mean his, his. I won't say it was forgettable, but it was. It wasn't that good. His second run. And again, that that's why I'm saying they should have never yeah. took the belt off him. They should did one of two things. If they're gonna take the belt off him, when he became Macho King, they should have put it on him. Yeah. Now with Sherry, then Sherry comes in, add that extra fuel to his fire. You know. Now what? Now what made Sherry? The perfect person for Savage. Oh man, they were two peas in the pod. Birds of a feather flock together. Yes, yeah, she'll get Sherry back then, especially she, back then. She will get physical quick. Yeah, that's why they said you you can hear all the Hall of Fame say everybody love working with Sherry because she loved doing that. She got physical with them, you know. They said everybody you you talk to, they that worked with Sherry, they loved it. Oh, yes. Oh, no, no doubt. Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what nobody's saying. A lot of people disagree with me. She made Shawn Michael Shawn Michael. Of course. She, yeah. If it wasn't yeah. for Sherry, if it was not for Man. Sherry, Shawn Michaels would not have been Shawn Michaels. I'm sorry. Right. You got people, people argue me down on that point. I said, go I back and look at all the people Sherry was with. You go all the way back to the AWA. But when she got to the WWF, who she have? She, she made Savage hot. She made Ted DiBiase yep. hot. Yep. She made Shawn Michaels. When Shawn Michaels turned here, what's the first thing they do? They call Sherry. They could have yep. went got a young girl, but they went and got the veteran. They got the veteran. I don't know why people argue with you about that, but I, I didn't get that because if Shawn didn't have Sherry, Shawn would just been a regular dude that just turned on Marty Jannetty. He would probably have Marty Jannetty uh, run, you know? But, but he, I mean, I mean we would, I mean we would have, we would have saw the gift. 
but I guarantee you, it would it would have took longer. Right. She made Harlem Heat what they are. Everybody say every, everything she touched turned to gold. Oh, right. And that's a fact. And then, when, like I said, when, when Savage became Macho King, they should have put the belt on. But yeah. we 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 knew because you, you 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 saw you saw the tide turning. Mm-hmm. We all know why he left after WrestleMania. Yep, when their career match against the Ultimate Warrior and Sherry. Man. Oh, before before you continue, I gotta say this. Uh huh. To me, that match was probably the best match the Ultimate Warrior ever had. Really? I'm, I say that match was to me was the best because Savage made him look good. Savage made him look invincible. Well, you know what? That's true. Now I was gonna say that I thought you were gonna say Hogan and Warrior. Now, uh. Hogan, I think it was the, I want to say the, the the backstage people that helped that match out, you know, I guess you know whoever was over the match made yeah, it look I mean, good. I mean, cause think about it, think about this. We saw a different side of Warrior that night. What's the one thing Warrior always do? He didn't he run always, to the ring, and he he didn't run to the ring. Number one, he took his tights off. Remember what his tights said? It said this was much more important than this belt. Yeah. It had the belt on it, said means much more than this. Than this. Yeah. Wow. We, we like we saw a whole different side of Warrior. And how you know and what? He right. how right. all them elbows he dropped. You right. Warrior. Yeah. You Savage are made Warrior look, Savage made Warrior look so good that night. You know what? That is true. Because, yeah, looking back on it now. All them elbows, like you said, Savage dropped on Warrior. Yeah, it, he made now, and, Warrior look real good. And, and you got to think about this. He he dropped them, got right back up, kept doing it. Got, and you got to think about it. You flying off the top rope and you hitting a mat. You hitting a body and a mat. Mm-hmm. And he just was, and he was just, he didn't, he didn't slow down. Nope. He just kept doing it. Every elbow, it didn't like he was trying to brace himself. He hit the same elbow drop. Yep, hit the same in the same spot. And what you and you remember more about what Savage did than Warrior did. Yeah. Now when Warrior, with... I mean, when it was over, like I said, mm-hmm. we got we got to we got to see all we got to see all this match made in heaven stuff, and it was already falling apart. Matter of fact, I don't even think they were together then when they got married on at SummerSlam. Mm-mm. And I mean, that, no, they didn't awkward. get married. And then you remember before that they was on Superstars, if I if I'm correct. And man, Macho Man did the funniest promo I've ever seen in wrestling. When he got on his knees and said, Elizabeth, I love you. You know, you look back on it then. You look at it then like, man, that's cool. You look at it now, you want to laugh because the way Macho said it. Yeah, and then, like I said, they, they were having problems then. And they right. had to do that on TV. And when that, she that, went, that, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you got to think about it. They got married. They, they got married. They got married. And I, I got to say this. Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, Nailed. gosh. Yes. You got to be a bad man. Even though the snake was de-venomized, you got to be a bad man to put, let, still let a snake bite you. And even Jake said it. They couldn't get the snake off him. Mm-mm. He said, uh, before that happened, he said they went, Macho Man was a little nervous. He's talking about, well, we're going to do this tonight. You know, he said, uh, is that snake been fixed? He said, what you talking about? He says, the snake, you know, he said, yeah, it's been fixed. He said, "Well, I tell you what, I want you to want him to bite it. You know, let the snake bite him." Jake, are you and crazy? I, and I want y'all to understand when we say fixed, meaning they yeah. took his teeth, right? And Jake said, "So he pulled his pants leg up, let the snake bite him." He said, "You happy now?" He said, "Okay, and maybe it is, and maybe it ain't." <laughs> you know, even if he didn't, I said, even if he didn't have teeth, if you know anything about snake, which I don't, because I hate him, 
I know that wouldn't be when a snake grips on something, it's not easy to get off. Right. And you know, Jake said that he paintbrushed that snake and that snake was mad. Yeah. He said he kept slapping him. Yeah. See, that's and why he, he couldn't get off. Yeah. And then when he finally got off, man, Elizabeth came out. She was screaming and it was crazy. And Jake slapped her on live TV. And, and he Jake, said about Jake, that how much heat he got for doing that from mm -hmm. the fans. He, he couldn't get out of the arena because he did that. Yeah. And that what led up to that uh, Tuesday in Texas match. Well, that was a, one of my also favorite matches for Macho Man. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say something about that. I agree with the match. It's just the event that kind of blew it for me. Because that was what, after Survivor Series? That's what right after Paul Survivor, Hogan? Yeah, that was right yeah. after Survivor Series. I mean, they could they could have they, they built that more. I think that's yeah. what did it for me. Right, because one of the one of the main event, Taker and Hogan, the rematch. Yep. Yeah, which, which again was made absolutely no sense whatsoever. That basically was a glorified Saturday night's main event. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, he he wanted to do did the announce thing, which he to me the announce thing was not working for me. No, I, I don't know not. about you. No, it wasn't. Macho I, man, I, I, he you know you could tell he wasn't feeling it. You can tell. But but you but you I know what I think and I think the one thing I think that really helped him when Flair showed up. Yeah. When Flair came in ninety one. Mm-hmm. That that that, that was helped probably right. It, it made perfect sense. Why not? Why you flick Rick Flair's in town? Why not go after Elizabeth? On right. top of that, you're the WWE champion at the time. Mm-hmm. So that they was made perfect. that work. They made that work. I mean, everything they made that work. Mm-hmm. And then you know you hear fast. You know going forward, he leaves to go to WCW. Huh, but, but before we before we go to, before we do that, I gotta okay. ask this question. Okay. Before we do that, the WrestleMania match. He won the the way he won the title. Mm -hmm. That could to me that the, the pinfall could have been better. Yeah. It, it, that was a little sloppy. Mm -hmm. They go correct me if I'm wrong. He Monday Night Raw he lose the belt. They 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 favoring the injury. Flair won right. the title back. Mhm. Mm I mean, well, I I didn't get it, but you know that that that's writing. But we gonna jump ship and go to WCW now. At that time, they again, made that announcement. Which, yeah, which go back to which go back to what I said about the Hogan thing. It seemed like wherever Hogan go, Savage go. Savage mm -hmm. end up there. Cause he came through. They were doing the uh, the 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 three faces of fear thing, which yeah. even fire. if that would have fell into place, it I don't think yeah. it would have made sense. Yeah, I understood it. You know, you know, you know, they had the three faces of fear. The goal was to stop Hulk Hogan. I get that. You know, that was even in WWE. You know, you had people wanting to stop Hogan. You had Earthquake, where he was known as Avalanche. Then you had. Uh, Brother Brudeye, but he turned himself, he called himself the butcher. Then you had Kevin Sullivan. Well, he wasn't the taskmaster, taskmaster yet. He was just Kevin Sullivan. He right. more looked like the games master than the taskmaster. Right. So, yeah. So it worked. I mean, you had Kevin Sullivan, he crazy, you know. So it, it did it, you know, you could do so much with that, you know. It's and, so, and then I don't see. That's why he did. If he, if Hogan would have held Savage back, he wouldn't have been in WCW. Well, 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 well let, let me say this. Let me ask this question: When Savage was champion, why did you did do you feel? Because I felt every, Savage was nothing but a transitional WCW champion, which he I was. thought that was BS. That was BS yeah, to was. me. He was. Because yeah. you won the title, World War Three, you lose it. I wanted it the next night to Flair. The floor, yeah. You, 
you win Spring Stampede, mm -hmm. you lose it the next night. To Very forgettable. Then you win it at, I want to say, was it Bash at the Beach? We'll and, you lose the next night to, and you lose the next night to Hogan. Yeah. Very forgettable. And you lost, you lost the belts twice to Flair. Yeah. And you lose to Hogan. What's wrong with that picture? Yeah, that is mediocre at best. That was booking, creative. Whoever was creative WCW, they needed to be out of there. You know, that made Savage look so bad. And I couldn't, and I stand correct. He lost it a month later at, at the Starcade event, so I stand corrected on that. He lost it at Starcade a month, but still, that's still a that's short still run. That's still a short run, right? Then, like I said, he won. He won the title in '96 on Nitro. Then he lost it to Flutter next month at Super Brawl Six. Mm-hmm. Now, did he even need to be in the NWO? It made sense. I mean, he didn't have to, but, you know, it made sense. You know, I mean, you got Hogan there. Why not Savage join him, too, you know? And what they I do have most of the time, they fought each other. They fought each other inside the inside the group, you know. Now, now do you believe that led? Now, do you believe? Because I had some questions on this. Because they wanted me to do a Q&A, Savage style, but I was like, no, nah, I want to do it that way. Do you believe... Mm -hmm. Those two led to the the, the NWO splitting. Mm-hmm. Remember now, you know, Savage was in, you know, he was uh, in a fight with the group anyway, you know, with Hall and, and Hogan, you know. It was, yeah, uh, I think that would led to him, you know, getting kicked out because, you know, he got jumped too now. Remember that? Yep. Yep. They jumped him. And then he went back to being, you know, the colorful savage, you know, and then he went back again to the NWO. So that was just a flip. I think his WCW run, I think the only thing that saved it was DDP. Him and DDP. Thank you. Thank you. There it is. And I was just I was just about to say that. That's yeah. the that's the only thing in WCW when it comes to Savage, I enjoy. I enjoy it. Every match they done. Every because, match. Because again, we talked about just like with the the the, the Macho Warrior thing. How yeah. Savage made Warrior look good. He made DDP a star. DDP was already getting hot. Mm -hmm. He was already getting hot, but he made DDP a star. I remember D DDP told he told the story about how Arn was in there talking about they coming up with the finish. So he said Savage was tightening his boots up, you know. He said, I think I want to take the diamond cutter tonight. And he looked at Arn. Arn looked back at him. He said, you know what this means, don't you? And DDP said, yep. That means he makes them, making them look good. That's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. DDP went, yep. Mm -hmm. You got to remember, DDP was getting that with a lot from Savage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot. And I, I liked all their I, matches, but my favorite was one at the badge. Heck, they damn near killed each other. That little, when they was at the picnic, you know, they were fighting at the picnic table and all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was always curious. I mean, why Savage never won the U.S. title? He was in the tournament. Never won the U.S. title. Never won the any other title, but you was a transitional WCW champion. Man, mm -mm. As great as you were, I don't know if that was done on purpose or, or, or like I say, bad writing. I think it was bad writing. And then we, yeah. we talked about this before. Savage should have been champion way more. I mean, if you if you count like if you count the ICW thing, if you count the, the unified world title that he won in Memphis. True. Yeah. Because whether people want to believe it or not, that was classified as a world heavyweight title. Yes, it is. Yeah, I, yeah. His, his WCW run was I mean, terrible. It, it, it Except was for terrible. DDP. Yeah. <laughs> DDP saved it. Mm -hmm. Then we don't see him for a while. He comes back. And he looks totally different now. He comes back, back jacked up. He comes back with it. 
the, the new girl pay per view. The pay per view DDP wins the title. Mm-hmm. And then had team with the team madness. Team madness. And I'm gonna say this: if you haven't seen the, the Macho Man biography, because Gorgeous George is on there. She looks good mm-hmm. for 45. Yeah, she do. Yeah, but she she and she'll tell you she was, she was a wild girl. Just she, she was a wild girl in my Martin voice. <laughs> but like I said, the, the the all the stuff we saw, the way Macho was dressing back then, you know, he trying to dress hip. That was because of her. You know, he, yeah. he, was, he was trying to he was trying to keep in the times. Right. Then he had Medusa and Mona, and we know it was Molly Holly. She had to Miss Madness. She was she was Miss Madness. Yeah. But big but big Sid in the watches back. Right. And he, but he was dressing them, them shirt, them 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 bedazzled shirts he had on back then. He right. did more talking than wrestling back then. Yeah. You know them elbows didn't look up the part in. Nope. The elbow drops. No, he just looked like he was just sitting on his elbow. You know, it didn't look right. Pretty much. <laughs> Nah, that's when you kind of, that's when you kind of start seeing. You know. I think his knees was messing up then because he didn't do the top rope turnbuckle, you know, stuff and all that. The axe handle, double axe handles, you didn't see them no more. I mean, you, you, you could tell that you know just some something was off with. Him. Yeah, you could tell something was off with him. So I say, win the title, you lose, you you lose the Hogan. We don't see you no more. Now, now we we about to jump all we about to jump all the way. The TNA thing. I was just about to say. Mm-hmm. Nobody really knows what happened with that. I vaguely remember that. All I seen him was he was just there. He can't do. He was supposed to be part of their first. Uh, the first victory roll paper was supposed to be in in the six man. Mm-hmm. We didn't see you to the we didn't see you to the end of the match. You yeah. come out looking totally different. The cowboy had shirt look that 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 body shirt. You mm-hmm. think he had the let on? I mean, he still had the jab. You can still throw that. Right. He didn't have that long hair like he used to. That long. It was short now. Yeah. But, but like I said, they, he didn't want. He, I don't think he wanted to be there. I, like I said, he well, he wasn't in the mindset to to be there. But, but we we got to talk about this. I'm uh, we we got to talk about it. They won't bring it up. What they did in the biography. You, you want to take a guess where I'm about to go with this? No, go ahead. See what what they brought up. His rap career. Oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. 2003. My, and for those who don't have, have no idea what I'm talking about. 2003, <laughs> Macho Man Randy said came out with a full-length album. Yes. A full-length studio album. And had him with the black honest, back, it was actually good. Had, with the, had the back, the black background had him holding the chains called "Be a Man." Had so yep. it sold fifty thousand records. Had this song called "Be a Man" talking about Hogan. Hogan, yep. It, he it wasn't actually that bad though. It was he actually could rap. And, and and I was about to get into that. That's one I thing I was wow. talking about. If you if you looking at it from. If you was if you was looking for him to come out and just start just just dropping bars, no. There's no he bars. In there. He yeah. kept it simple. He kept it on his level. It was 14 songs. Like I said, if you actually just sat and listened to what he was saying, for him, it wasn't bad. He did a whole song talking about Mr. Perfect. Yeah, he had passed away, I think, that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about that raspy, the, the raspy boy rapping. All right. Because when they put it out, they put it on the internet. We thought it, we all thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. I said, Macho Man rapping? Are you serious? Yeah. Now, I'll admit it. I didn't, 
I had I had a burned copy of it. Did somebody yeah. let me go there? That's when you know burning was fashionable back then. Or you could you could get it off of LimeWire one of them. LimeWire. Oh yes. <laughs> and if you remember the commercial, even 50 Cent was on the commercial. Yeah. Um, I mean they 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 tried they tried their hardest. Like I said, he they said in the in the in the documentary he he thought he was about to go platinum with this. Right. Okay, but it said it said he sold fifty thousand. But you gotta, gotta remember back then, I'm like, that that was odd. I mean, like when Cena did it, when Cena did it, that was different. Right. Because he was playing into his character. I'm like, but I'm like, but Savage, the music is one thing, but the rapping thing is what got me. I didn't even yeah. know he liked rap like that. Right. And I looked at it, I looked at that as something, you know how you say, how you say, if I do it and if I, I don't care if I pass or fail as long as I do it, I just mm -hmm. want to see if I can do it. That's what I looked at that as. Right. I looked at that as just a venture he wanted to try and see, and see what it does. It didn't do what he thought. That's why he didn't do it again. Right. But I it it it's it just funny to me. Well, I ain't gonna say it's funny. It it's just odd to know that it's been how long is it? it's been when did he pass away? Twenty eleven? President 2000. 2011, May 20, 2011. Mm -hmm. It's been that long. It don't even seem like it's been that long. Mm -mm. I remember uh, he did the commercial for WWE All-Stars. I'll never forget that. Yep. yep. In the gray. Yeah, in the gray. He was, I mean, y'all, he was fully gray. Head to toe. I mean, from, from beard to, to hair, he was fully gray. You didn't recognize him. Yeah, I didn't, I'm like, who is that dude? But I, I heard the voice, and I'm like, oh, that's Savage? Yeah. And at that time, he was, you know, he went and rekindled with a with a uh, an old sweetheart, got married. Mm -hmm. and he married him. So he, he, was, he was in his happy place. We'll put it that way. Right. But what I want you to do when you get a chance, I want you to watch that documentary. And well, matter of fact, you probably can answer it now. So we, we, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get on Hogan's case just a little bit. Do you believe that Hogan, at any point, was sincere about how he how he felt about Savage? You know, I couldn't really tell. Um, I've I've read interviews, you know, watched documentaries in the past about him and Savage. Um. It's hard to tell by, you know, Hogan. You think he would be, you think he's sincere, you know, the way he talks about it. He always, you know, he always does his voice. Oh, yeah, brother, you know. You notice that in the interviews. He'll always right. do his voice. But it's hard to tell. It really is. Because uh, now when he talked about Andre, he cried, you know. Right. Cause you know him and Hogan had that, uh, him and Hogan had that, that that on again, off again relationship. You know, yeah. Savage blamed Hogan for you know the route Elizabeth went. Yeah, and like I said, watch the biography. You know, they they talked a lot about that. So, yeah, you know, because they hated each other personally, but professionally they can deal with each other. Mm-hmm. Because they could bang that money in. Right. Those, yeah. And from like I said, yeah. from. From Hogan's standpoint, you know, every the, the hatchet was buried, everything was good. But again, this, this Hogan, if Savage was alive, what would, I would wonder what would he say. Probably the same thing. He, well, I think today, I think he would have brushed it off because you know he's now he would have you know been with his wife now, the one he's married. Right. So I think he would kind of let that be in the past. Now he wouldn't. Hold a grudge, you know. Savage don't look like that type of guy that hold grudges. Okay, Not that I'm talking about now. I'm talking about as he get older, you know, nah. he probably would have brushed it off. Yeah, 
He would have just brushed it off. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Like I said, he was a a, a whole another place. Yeah. And I said it took them four years to get him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. After he died. That should have been because when Eddie Guerrero died, he went in quick. He went yeah, like right, right in. Right then and there. And I still don't understand why Miss Elizabeth's not in there. I don't understand it. Oh, I'll never understand it. I never understand that. Why she's they not finally in. they finally put the British Bulldog in after all these years. And, and, and this is one thing I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm hating that's probably going to happen. If they put Elizabeth in, they're probably going to put her in the legacy wing. Yeah, and that, that that's not good. She don't need to be in no legacy wing. She need to be front and center. Just like Rick Rude was. You know, like when Rick Rude got inducted finally. Yep. He was front and center. He wasn't on no legacy, Hall of Fame, or none of that. Miss Elizabeth needs to be front and center. And all the ladies should be inducting her. All the ladies from every, from NXT to to SmackDown to Raw. I know they didn't have no inductees this year because of the pandemic. But if they was to induct somebody, all the women from all three brands should induct her. I definitely agree. I'm saying I don't know why nobody's not pushing for that. Yeah. I've been mm-hmm. advocating for that for a long time. I'm what, like, why? What, 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 what are they waiting on? How was the how was the first legitimate diva mm-hmm. not in the whole thing? But everybody else, Jackie, Trish, Lita. Now China. Holly, Ivory, China, all them in all the fame, but Elizabeth is isn't that that makes no sense to me. Mm-mm. Like some somebody gotta explain that one. Like I said, no right. disrespect to the ones that sent, but Elizabeth right. should have been in before all of them. Right. And China was what the last one? I think the one that passed away. She was actually inducted as a member of DX, but yeah. she's still in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Right. And don't be surprised they do they do one for her by herself at some point. Right. Just like with Booker T. You got one with Harlem Heat and then one with his uh, individual career as well. Yeah, yeah. Somebody definitely need to to push that. Because see, when Savage went in, she should have went in. They that's the mm-hmm. one night they should have went in together. Mm-hmm. Right. That that was that was a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think helped him a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and they know that. I mean, like I said, Savage was good on his own. Like mm-hmm. I said, you you did you did you was doing stuff unprecedented back then. Right. And yeah, she she made you look good, especially when whatever you wore, she matched it. Yep. That was all heard of. Always on key. I said mm-hmm. WrestleMania 4. Every time you change clothes, she changed clothes. clothes. People weren't doing that back then. So it wasn't. You changed robe, tights, and boot. Well, I ain't gonna say boot, you wore the same boot, but you changed robe and tights, headband, everything, all every time you wrestled that night. And she yep. and she changed her look too. Who does that? Yep. Nobody right. don't do that right. no more. Because I say that's something we probably we're never gonna see that 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 Elizabeth type manager. We ain't gonna see that no more. No, no man, that's that's yeah, and you'll never see that. The the ones that we see now, no, they ain't gonna never do that. You you ain't gonna never see that no more. Mm-mm. Not at all. Wait, which is another reason why. She need to be in, but like I said, I'm 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 so afraid. They if they pull that legacy wing deal, if the fans don't if the fans don't speak up on that, that 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 that's a problem. No mm-hmm. wrestler should let that happen. Mm-mm. Stephanie McMahon shouldn't let I that know happen. Scott Hall, right? Because Scott Hall been he was the top advocate for her being in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Did you hear him in the interview? She, he yeah. still don't understand why he said why she ain't in. They can't justify why they can't justify why she ain't in. Nope. None of them could sit me. If you had to sit me in a room right now, none of y'all could convince me as to why she's not in. Yo. 
You can make all the sense in the world, but I'm asking you. I'm like, she was the she was the first lady. Mm-hmm. She was the first lady. She was the only lady. Cause Sherry was wrestling right. then. Right. Missy Hyde. She was in Texas with uh when she was uh because she started out with Hollywood John Tatum. Right, got my yeah, because she I consider her more the first lady of the NWA. Oh right. NWA, UJF, that that little that little clear. But you talk right. about Elizabeth was that first lady. You want to go, you want to talk more mainstream. Right. She was that classy lady that, you know, she wore dresses and, you know, she was like the damsel in distress type right. person. You know, you, you, you imagine this dude that just, that just, just treats you bad, but yet yeah. he stood by his side. Even with the, with the, the George Animal Steel thing, when the steamboat thing. That we ain't even good. talk that about. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed we ain't even talk about. We ain't even talk about that. Yeah. What made, yeah, what made that? Because I know uh, Steamboat talked about how he and Savage, Savage that that match you saw, Savage broke that down. They said he had a paper. Everything they did was written down. Move. He said, "Set." He was like, "I don't know how Savage memorized all that because Steamboat had to memorize all those moves." It was, and there was a lot of them. Yeah, Savage broke that match down to AT. That's why I was able. The match was so good, and and nothing against Steamboat. Steamboat was already good, but he just he just upped the up the ante on that match. You know what I'm saying? And then George Steele being there, he would that was like you know Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, you know he was infatuated with her, and Savage wasn't having it. Nope. And Savage was beating the brakes off George the Animal Steel. I remember he had the, the, the green tights with Macho Man on them. Mm -hmm. And George Steele threw him over the top rope. I'll never forget that. Because Savage almost hit his knee on the steps. Could have injured himself real bad. But yeah, man, that was good. They made George Steele look good for a hot little minute. You know? Yeah, but he, and he, he, was, he was the most popular <laughs> jobber. Yeah. If he won a match, he won it by DQ. Yeah, sitting there eating a the turnbuckle and green tongue and everything. Yeah. That's why I said Savage to me was always, and it's just my opinion, was always a better heel than a babyface. I agree. But you couldn't help but to like him. That was the Are thing. You, oh, no, you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't help it. Because he gave you that reason. I mean the, mm -hmm. that that that, the, the, that charisma. I mean, you go back and look at the old them old promos. Belly when he wore when he used to wear them big thick black goggles with the purple mm -hmm. macho man shirt. Come on, the the cup of coffee promo. The cream the cream of the crop. The, the crop, cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. Come on, yeah. It, it it didn't get no better than that. That was did, you did. you you can't make that up. Right, and then he have like a stick in his hand, talking about he's the measuring stick or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> you cannot make the stuff up that Macho Man said. Right. Yeah, that and cup back, of coffee one was funny because he had the way he held it, you know, and then and just then, threw it. <laughs> and then yeah. had to then had the little cup. Oh, that, that yeah. Pull it up right quick. Pull and listen to it. All right. Yeah, because that was definitely a classic. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage, Sarasota, Florida. Come on in. You're going to be defending against the dragon, Ricky Steamboat. What's the cup for? WrestleMania 3, Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, 90,000 plus people watching right there. And this is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time because you'll never get closer than now. I am the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and I will remain the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion. And George the Animal Steel... And the outside will be no factor, yeah. You say no factor. Obviously, he is a factor or you wouldn't even brought it up. Oh, wow. Mr. Sarcasm, yeah. I don't care if you've got 23 wrestlers around the outside. It doesn't even matter, no, because I am ready and I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man. Wow, man, break down. That's classic. You, you can't make that up. Man. He didn't even know what to say. He just stopped it. Mm -hmm. 
Man, that was classic. That cup of coffee, man, the, the, the cream of the crop, just Savage was just special, man. He was so special. I see. I mean, are we going to have anybody that's close to him? No, I don't see it. I don't see nobody getting. We can't. I don't see another Savage anytime soon. Yeah, he. There's only one. And he was oh, yeah. unique. He was different. You know, he just. You know, yeah, like you said, he was a better heel than Baby, but you couldn't help but like him, no matter what. He was oh, just man. something else, man. Something special. Mm -hmm. I mean, no doubt about it, man. You know you good when you can make Zeus look good. Oh, that's saying something there. Oh, my goodness. He made Zeus look like, you know, that he could actually work, you know. What little, you know, what little you can do makes a big difference, you know. Yeah. And Savage it exploited that out of him, you know. I mean, come on. When you hear something. When you hear something like this, and this was around that time he was getting ready for the uh, the no hose board, you, you made it look like a bad. This Monday night at SummerSlam, yeah, I can hardly wait. I'm praying, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Buddhist, the barber, beefcake, I'm praying that Miss Elizabeth shows up at SummerSlam. I'm praying to the God. The man with the eye of madness. To the entire world all at one particular time. What might will happen if Miss Elizabeth shows up at SummerSlam? Tell them all. And Miss Elizabeth, you're so accustomed to looking at in the mirror every morning. Maybe I'll put one of your eyes way up here. Then I'm going to take your nose, maybe push it off to the side a little bit. Maybe push your ears from one side to the other. And then take flashing around in front of everyone and see how far into your head that I can knock it. And then not even Hulk Hogan will want to look. Absolutely 1,000% correct. Yeah, in the weak link. With your sisters, they couldn't cut hot butter. No, no they can't. Oh, no, no, no. <sighs> at this particular time, with this Monday night being SummerSlam, I am feeling sympathy for you. I'm actually feeling sorry for you. Yeah, I'm feeling sorry for you because when I take care of the weekly beefcake, it leaves you alone in the ring with Juice the God. Ah! Oh, Hogan. You bad when when Savage points the finger in Zeus's face and he yeah. and he do nothing about it. Yeah, he don't, he don't even flinch. He, he mm -mm. I mean, you got you Stop. got to, These things are you got to love it. But before we get out of here, man, we could we could talk about Savage all night if we want to. But <laughs> we got to get out of here. Anything you want to tell the people before we roll out? Oh man, just once again, man, just. Anybody that's a new wrestling fan, go watch some of Randy Savage's promos. You can watch his matches too, but watch his promos. I think they are golden. They are yeah. truly, truly something to see, man, because you're going to see the uniqueness coming out of him. Matter of fact, get the Macho Man DVD. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get it. Because they got a whole section with just promos. Yeah. And you can just sit and watch that. All day long, and you can take notes because you can because you can tell when somebody just have that that natural ability to talk, right? And he he was definitely one of any matter who he fought, right? Oh yeah, forgot. Also, we can't forget the mega power handshake. Remember yeah. that? Yes, we didn't talk about that when they were talking about you know they like they didn't want to shake hand because something was finna happen, you know. 
Like some combustible was finna happen. Yeah, that was just, cock, it good back and go, cock it back and go real slow. Yeah. Because, you know, Hogan said, we don't know what we're dealing with here. You know, we're trying to shake hands. I don't know. Something bad may happen. You know, you never know. So then they kind of real slowly. Yeah, that was cool, man, because the mega powers. You know, you could have went as far as they could have took them. You know, now, would you believe? Well, right, let me ask you this, Darnell. You think they could have been tag champs? They should have been. Okay. They should have been. That could have. My thing was they could have been tag champs. They still could have did the main event thing. They mm-hmm. could have lost them belts to the Twin Towers. They yeah. could have lost them belts. I mean, back then, you know, they wasn't letting they wanted to let people hold two belts. But right. again, that could have been that could have been a revolutionary move. Savage mm-hmm. WW champion and tag champ. Right. Lose the titles to the Twin Towers because they should have been tag champs. Right. A perfect setup. Yes, they should have been tagged. Absolutely, they should have been tag champs. Because back then, you had the right tag teams to, to, to do it with. The Bulldogs, the Heart Foundation. Um, Demolition. Demolition. The Powers of Pain. The Pain, the Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks. Yeah. The Rockers. I mean, you, you, you had the right balance of tag teams to go yeah. after. Yes, they the killer bees. Yeah. There's definitely no question on that. But like I said, they, 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 them two, especially Savage. Savage set a tone that a lot of people can't copy. Because you got to make sure. Got about Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal did it. He did it perfectly when he was Black Machismo. You know what? I can't even I can't even argue that point. That's probably the only person that I mean it was so good. You just noticed Lanny Poffo when when they did the all in. Yeah, man, and definitely endorsed it. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I, I can't I can't I can't even yep, you you right about that. Jay Lethal was the only person. I mean, from the boys to the, the, the facial expression to the mannerisms. He even went back in the day. He was acting like he probably was savage back then. It was called right. so Calval Elizabeth. Right. And then kept, you know, when Hogan was in TNA at the time and he was talking about we were the mega powers and all that other stuff, Hogan would just, he was having so much fun with it, you could tell, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was trying to hold it in. Yeah. Talking about we were the mega powers and he talking about he said I stand called. He said, I'm so he said, what about that be a man hulk? He said, I'm sorry about that. And I said, you know, he was talking about he was sorry that he made that song. You know, talking about instead of not being a man or whatever. That was right. a good segment. Yeah. So I got it like this. And we're gonna close it with this. Mm-hmm. Was a live thing. Who do you think he would endorse? If Savage right, was alive, if alive today, and he uh, with all the time to like any organization, who would you think he would endorse right now? I probably think George J. Lethal. The way he he did his, you know, the way he his mannerisms when he was mm-hmm. black machismo, he would have loved that. You think that was a like I said, Jay Lethal's been world champion. He done the, You think that would have made Jay Lethal a bigger star? Well, matter of fact, let me rephrase that. Would we have seen Jay Lethal in WWE? Probably. Probably. I, I would. I mean, the the way he did that, man, was, I mean, he hit it to a T. From the voice oh. to the clothes to the to the facial expressions, yeah. Even had even had the the music just put a little a little hip hop to it. Right. So yeah, I mean, he, that, I think he would endorse endorse him, and you know Rick Flair endorses Jay Lethal too. So. Oh yeah, we yeah that's a that's a whole that's a see, we might even have to do a show just talking about Jay Lethal and everything that you know all the impression that he done, but we about yeah. to shut it down. We we about to shut it down. Again, to all our new listeners out there, thank you so much. We love it. We appreciate it. Happy early Mother's Day. 
to every to everybody all over the world that listen to us. Again, if you if you able to do it, check out USA Championship Wrestling. Go out to that ballpark show, and they did say, even if it rains, they still gonna have that show. Because it's in a ballpark, and you know the weather's been funny out here. So, but they said that's not gonna stop them from having it. So definitely, definitely come out, support it. And all I got, you know, and one, one, one other thing, before we get out of here, you know, people talk about, people talk about, you know. So no, we I've said this over and over and over and over and over. This show is not. We don't do this show based on listeners. We do because we like doing this. Right. I mean, our listenership has grown, and I love it. Listenership has grown. People all over have listened to us all over the world. If one person listens to us, we'll still do it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, we're not, this is not a show that's going to go out. We're not trying to compete with, not trying to compete with, you know, the, the solid monsters on YouTube. We, we're not doing that. that. That's that's not our thing. Right. We, we have a base platform. We know who listens to us. We know who enjoy listening to us. And that's the people we're going to ride with. And that's the people that's going to ride with us. So with that being said, I say this. There's no need to bring no type of social media controversy or some social media beef here. That's not our thing. We here mm-hmm. to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. And with that said, we out of here. This has been the Get Snap Podcast. And as always, as always, get snapped. Peace.